Then, welcome to Wado's Grotto, where bad takes are our motto. Uh, this is this is uh, your host, uh, Ricky Knight, and uh, this is our episode one with our fellow hosts, uh, Zachary Todd and Michael Singley. And uh, this is the uh, this is the evolution of uh, Star Wars Fanatics now with a cooler name. And uh, re- and it's a reboot. It's a legacy sequel. Um, <laughs> it's the Force Awakens, except good. And uh, we're gonna new year, new name, new podcast, new normal cast. It's gonna be a good time. Sir, the Force Awakens was a good movie. Yeah, the Force Awakens is a good movie, but hopefully this will not uh, this will not be terrible in the next episode, and then completely collapse in the third one. No, <laughs> no, no, no. The answer was cucumber. Alright, so, uh, yeah, same format as before, we're just fresh, fresh start for new listeners, since we keep changing, uh, the format, he was on the show, but now we kind of have it figured out, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. And we have, we have a better name, because Star Wars Fanatics was, like, the name of every podcast ever, so we're going with Wado's Grotto. A much better name. I, I can concur that this is a better name. Uh, so and if, today... And if you want to disagree, fight us. We'll meet you behind the trash cans after school. Oh, trash cans. So, anyway, um, today we're going to be talking about Rogue One uh, with the special look at Andor, which is coming out in about a month now, right? Yeah, Andor uh, comes out soon. Yeah, yeah, about... Almost a month. Actually, no, no, three. Well, three it, weeks from Wednesday, right? It's less than a month, but I'm just saying it's about yeah. a month. It's September 21st. Uh, mm-hmm. Was delayed from August 31st. Yeah, about a month from Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and over this this past weekend, um, your uh, your favorite crew here, we went and saw uh, Rogue One re-released in IMAX. That also included a uh, about a nine-minute special look at the upcoming Andor series. Might I say that looked incredible? It does look pretty cool. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I know. Um, just... it, yes, Andor does look very good. Um, and the best Star Wars show to come out. And cause... I don't know if we've ever done a whole episode about uh, Rogue One. Also, we, but have. we haven't done an we haven't done an exclusively in... Rogue One episode. I mean, I, I think. I think we've all stated that we like it, probably yeah. to varying yeah. degrees. Um, but I guess we can like talk about it in depth, and also talk about what we're looking forward to with the future, or should I say, the past, since Andor <laughs> is a prequel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's what we're going to do this episode. So I guess I guess to start out, um, <clears throat> I mean, we should just you know share what we absolutely love and didn't so much like about Rogue One, and then I guess we can tie it into what we look forward to about Andor. Um, so, Ricky, as the host, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, I'm going to say outright that uh, I love Rogue One. It is far and away the best Disney Star Wars movie. Um Frankly, it's probably it's my fourth favorite Star Wars movie overall, which is very high praise. That is. Um, to, to pro- it, I don't know. It's either an A or an A plus. It's just it's so much fun. I love the uh, I love the cast, love the characters. Um, like even knowing the ending, like the journey to get there is great. You relate to Jin and her quest. You uh, you let the droid K two S O. One of sarcastic. The, one of the funniest characters in Star Wars history. Yeah. Maybe the funniest. I mean, he pulls R2-D2 off... R2-D2 and C-3PO are really funny in so, the original Star yeah. Wars, but... I K2 think K2 steals it. K2SO pulls off... K2 steals the movie. He steals the movie with his sarcastic humor, and it's awesome. He's great. Um, I love Chirrut Imway and uh, the blind ninja man. With uh, his incredible, his incredible martial arts and his being mm-hmm. able to sense the force, even if he isn't able to wield it. Yeah. Well, Faze Malbus, his best friend, with a big gun. Big um, gun. Uh, I like um, Cassian. You cast. See, that, that's interesting. Is that Cassian of that cast is probably the. He's interesting, but he's the one you know least about. Least about. That you care. Like. 
And then Bodie Rook. Oh, yeah, Bodie Rook, the one who... Uh, the pilot. Yeah. I, I forget him because I don't have his action figure because they never <laughs> made one when Rogue One came out. Um, I, I do like Bodie Rook. He's he's fine. He's a, a, a defector from the Imperial Navy. Um, he's the pilot. The cargo pilot. The cargo pilot. Oh, how can we forget Force Whitaker as... Um, as uh, Clone Wars guy, um, the rebellion leader, not um, Sagara. Yeah, Sagara. Sorry, I just came out of a very intense math class. Uh, <laughs> yeah, work. Sagara. Um, another guy I don't have his action figure. I should get him. He's cool. He's um, cool. you know, from the Clone Wars, it was pretty awesome back in 2016. Actually, seeing someone from the Clone Wars in live action. I think that was the first time it happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, out, a, outside of well, technically Obi Wan. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, characters who started in animation. Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he's the first one who ever made it over to live action. Yeah. You're right. Um, I mean, technically, the clones started in live action and went to animation. Yeah, and then um, Django was yeah. 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 Uh, General Grievous. I take that back. Grievous, General Grievous. Right. No, Grievous was in three. Well, but, yeah, yeah, but the 2003 Clone oh, Wars series. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, General Grievous, I guess, was the first one. But, um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it was really cool seeing uh, Saw Gerrera. Um, and then uh, Jen Erso, really cool character. Um, Felicity Very Jones, cool. I thought, did a fantastic oh, job. Oh, yeah, no, she did a wonderful Great job. Um, yeah, like... All the characters are really likable. Yeah, a great combination of being both like really cool, like she she knows her way around a gun and a beaten stick because she has that baton. Um, but oh, she's yeah. also like a kind of a complicated character. Her relationship with her father, her not wanting to really be a rebel, but slowly over time, and, yeah, like I mean, not wanting to fight, one. but then just kind of live her own life. Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, they did the villains really well in this. <laughs> Darth Vader has a dad joke. It makes the movie so much better. Yeah, basically perfect. <laughs> um, I really like. Uh, I like director Krennic a lot. I like Krennic too. Yeah. Was... Um, it, I think it's interesting because most of the Imperial officers, you know, they're very posh. Got the British accent. Um, and he's just out there. We're standing amidst my achievements. Yeah, he's very, he's angry, he's ambitious. You don't get that a lot. He's mm -hmm. not the, he's no, not the cold, cause... calculating villain that Tarkin or Thrawn yeah. or with a lot of these Imperial Anita. officers, they're like, they're like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay where I'm at. I don't need to move up in the ranks. But then, you know, you see, you know. Krennic. Krennic, and he's just trying to work his way up to basically Tarkin level. He wants to be Tarkin because he thinks he can, is better than Tarkin. And then, but... and then Matt... Let's just be honest here, he was. Yeah. Mm. And then we have uh, Mads Mikkelsen as um, as uh, Jin's father. Galen. Galen Ursa. Um, another, another good character. He did a great job. Oh, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen... I love Mikkelsen because he just sometimes just shows up in these big blockbuster movies, but most of the time he's just making like weird European, like, I'm just going to mess around in a field for two hours. Mm -hmm. But, you know, something's got to pay the bills. And then right. he was in he was in the new Harry Potter, right? I didn't see it. Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he yeah, was in the so. new Dumbledore. Uh, Grindelwald. New Grindelwald. Grindelwald, right. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see... I'm, I'm sure he's a good Grindelwald. I never I didn't saw see it, but movie. I heard he did a great job as Grindelwald. I miss Johnny Depp. Not Johnny Depp. Too. Not that he was a very good Grindelwald, but I just miss Johnny Depp in general. Yeah. Um... Um, man, those movies are a disaster. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I, this is not a Harry Potter podcast. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in Rudder Reacts. That's only for Rudder Reacts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rudder we have another Reacts. podcast called uh, Rudder Reacts, uh, where we talk about movies in general. Uh, our first episode is out, so if you want to hear us talk about uh, Top Gun, Minions, and... Uh, the summer movies. The summer blockbusters, plus, and of course... Plus uh, a sneak preview of the best movie ever made. Uh, uh, Willis Wonderland. <laughs> then uh, check that out. That's our that's our shameless plug from this, <laughs> but yeah, back to uh, back to Star Wars. I mean, Rogue One, it just hits on a different level because, for one thing, when when you're seeing the movie, you know, you see a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, you expect the scrolling, you that's know, wrong. at the beginning, but it just goes right in, mm -hmm. and that's a different take, and it works. So where so where would you rank it in your Star Wars? Oh, gosh. Um, 
overall? For me, it's around four or five. Around four or five? And it for me personally, it's like the my top five Star Wars movies, like the first two are interchangeable. And we can go into my rankings later, but my, the first four are interchangeable, and then the next three are interchangeable. So I'm guessing four or five are your top two. Yeah. Um, and then what would... And then what would be after that? Jedi, Sith, and Rogue One? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I, like, that's not a bad top five. No, that's a good, that's a good top five. That, that's mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, I just said that they're interchangeable because <laughs> there are some days where I'd prefer to watch Rogue One over Return of the Jedi, and other days where I'm like, oh, let's watch Return of the Jedi. I don't want to watch Rogue One. Yeah. I, I, I think... I have a more definitive, like, I know where each of them is. It gets, yeah. gets kind of crowded in the middle because it's like Force Awakens versus Attack of the Clones. I don't know. And I, but, I will um, say my bottom, I think, two are... No, no, no. I, I, have, we, I have a solid bottom one, but the two right before it are interchangeable. Yeah, we probably have the same least favorite. Um, I think it's a collective least favorite among the three of us. Among us, among us, acting sus. You know who was acting sus? Jen. Uh, Jen Erso in, uh, in her pilot gear. Vinton. She's in the inspector gear, sneaking around. Oh, K two was acting sus. You think he's? Uh, you think he's? So was Cassian. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's my fifth favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, fifth. I mean that's. I mean that's a fair placement because. Yeah. Again, it's still it's high you know high respect like the movie just did so well. It, it was good. Yes. I I think I think that and Solo are tied for me because I like Solo a lot. Solo, I I Solo is super underrated. There were there were some parts in Solo that I would change, but at the same time, they did a great job with yeah. Solo. But we're talking about Rogue One here. I do wish that Solo's mid. That's my hot take. <laughs> Bad takes are our motto. Um, I, I, I mean, do think though, if I could change anything about Rogue One, was the pacing of the first act. It's a little slow. A little slow. I think it's a little slow. Like I don't know. I kind of fall asleep in the beginning, like with the uh, little Jen. You know. Uh, I I agree with you that it's. It is slow, but I think it's good that it's slow because the movie's constantly accelerating. Yeah. It does. It starts off slow, and then the next yeah. thing it's like just bang, bang, bang. You know. Well, it also helps that the the scale of the. I think that the pacing is relative to the scale of what's happening because the movie starts. They just they just want to find Saw. That's the beginning. Yeah. It's a fine guy, and then that kind of grows into okay. Now we have to find um, we have to find Galen, and there's there's more complications with that. There's several bad guys going and, around. And then next, it's like and oh, then we got to get to scary. We got to get, get the plans, plans mm -hmm. and then send them. And out. You think it's a heist, and it's like okay, that's a pretty big scale. And then it turns into this massive Just epic battle, um, which you really know, puts it, the war in Star Wars. It like it, it wouldn't be Star Wars without yeah. it, without an hour. epic space battle of some kind. <laughs> yeah, that. That battle and the battle of uh, really that's the like Only biggest space battle in Star Wars, no. along with Coruscant. Battle of Coruscant was huge in the live action episode nine. Well, that was that was like a fisticuff <laughs> in the middle of still the a planet. big battle though. That was like but three minutes. It was like three minutes long. But it, no, but like on, not like lengthwise, but like how many ships were there was, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I try to forget that. Still you, you might be right. You still wise, right. yes. However, as soon as they took out Palpatine, it was over. Yeah, that was very. We gotta stop that laser sort of movie. Well, it didn't feel like a. It didn't feel like a battle. Kind of felt like. Everyone showed up, and then they went pew, pew, pew for like a minute, and then it goes back to Ray hanging out in front of a green screen. Hi. <laughs> no, but I, you I forget. Y'all have seen that clip of uh, from Force Awakens where it's like she's never, like, she's like, I've never seen this much green in the whole galaxy, and then you just, it just cuts back, and it's just the green screen. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then just Harrison Ford just giving her a look like a... Are like? Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the that's the great thing about uh. Well, this is, it's the funny thing about uh these new um Star Wars shows. At least uh Mandalorian, Boba Fett, and Obi Wan is that there was like 
there's like almost no like leaks. There's no set pictures because they just film them. And I yeah, think, what do they call it? The they call it the sound. Yeah, the um, which is this incredible. It's not a green screen though. It's like they have their effects and they project them, and then the actors act in front of them. So it's mm-hmm. like a dome of screens, which is different for Star Wars because I mean, yeah, granted. You know, the older ones, it's like it's harder to have, or the, like the green screen wasn't really much of a thing. So they were like on site with a lot of this. But, you know, even when it came to the prequels, they were on site for, you know, a lot of it as well. But it helps though with them because that way stuff isn't leaked. Like you, like you, all the time you see Marvel leaks, like, you know. Yeah, because they're it's on like, set, oh, spot, like, yeah, spotted. Oh, we saw, you know, uh, Thor in a parking lot. Yeah, Thor in a parking lot, or oh, uh, we saw Tom Holland in and, London. Yeah, and all the yeah. What could he be filming? Right, I wonder. Uncharted. Um, yeah, or uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Coincidentally, were hanging out in New York when they were filming. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but then on the opposite side, like Book of Boba Fett, like I had no idea Cad Bane was going to be in it. No, no one did because it's like it was a crazy reveal. Um, Ahsoka being in uh, Mando, Boba Fett being in Mando, those were both surprises. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Ah- I guess Ahsoka got a little bit leaked like a week beforehand because I mean, her face showed up on some toy. Well, I think her uh, like the actor was like in the list screening, that, yeah. like in the list. I mean, the only leaks that happen is when actors and actresses get announced for the show, but at the same time, yeah, those aren't leaks; those, those are reveals. Those are yeah, those aren't. Yeah, exactly. They're but, able to control what's being. They're able to control what is uh, what the audience knows. Which it felt like. Um, it felt like season two of Mando. Uh, just you know, getting a little bit off topic here with it is just. It's a lot of bringing back characters that people who were watching in like Clone Wars era would love a lot, or Rebels era. Yeah, it was where a- it's like. It pulls towards the older fans, and it's combining it with the newer fans, but also something that I noticed is that older fans are still loving Mando. They didn't need, like, Ahsoka or bo or Boba Fett to show up, but they did, and it made it awesome. It, it enhanced the but the, Yeah, they do, a good job. they do a good job for, like, <clears throat> uh, casual fans. Like, my dad watched The Mandalorian. It's the first Star Wars content he has liked since Return of the Jedi. Wow. Um, and, like, yeah, he's never watched Clone Wars. He doesn't want to watch Clone Wars. You know how hard it is to convince a grown man to watch an animated show that enhances movies he doesn't like? Yeah. Um, well, the thing about Clone Wars is that the, the, yeah. an opinion that I've seen is, like, people don't want to watch it because it seems like a kid's show. Yeah. It and is also, anything but a kid's or they show. Give it a sh- or they give it a shot and they start with season one and, like... It is hard to defend. Season or they one. start with the movie. Yeah. Oh, it is hard to defend the movie. It's really hard to defend the Clone Wars movie. Um, I but, mean, but the point I was trying to make here is that my dad, even my grandma, watched it, and they like, do they know who Bo-Katan is? No, but they do a good job of introducing those yeah. characters. Um, and they're like, okay, uh, Mando lady, cool. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's that lady with the dark saber. Yeah, okay. Oh, Boa Fett, cool. Um, Ahsoka, cool Jedi lady, just chilling out there. Random cool. Jedi lady, yep. Um, and so you're able you're able to follow it. Um, I wonder if they'll continue on that path, or if they're just going to get super deep into Clone Wars lore in Season 3. I'm I a little curious. That's, I mean, that's the difficult thing, is because they were starting to tie into the Purge of Mandalore a little bit in uh, Mando. Yeah, and I think, and, and if they're gonna throw in Thrawn and Ezra, that's gonna be well, Ahsoka. that's gonna be in the Ahsoka show, as yeah. we already know, which we've already seen the casting for it too. Everything's gonna, yeah. I mean, they're all gonna cross. The way I, I think, no, it's gonna be a crossover. Show, it's like, it's gonna be a crossover, like in game. It's all gonna be. They're all gonna yeah. fight Thrawn. Yeah, but that's it, what's it's almost feeling like. Um, but it'll actually be better. Yeah. Well, think yeah. about if Empire Strikes Back were made as a series, they could do... that. This is a weird example, but it's like it's starting to feel... Because the characters are splitting off, which is just what Star Wars does. If Empire Strikes Back were a TV series, they would do the book of Han Solo, and it's going to be Han Solo <laughs> and Leia's adventures. And then you do the book of Luke, and it's going to be Luke on Dagobah, and then they do the crossover. That's essentially what they're doing with... Um, the Mandalorian. To me, it f- kind of feels like the same show. Yeah, it's it, all, it it's, does. All, it's all the same show, 
but they're just they're branching off a little bit because they're going to go on separate quests. Yeah, I mean, they got to figure out a way to write out. Uh, they got to figure out a way to write out uh, Cara Dune. I will. She will be missed. She will I be hope they get recasted. Yeah, I hope she comes back. That's yeah. dumb. But yeah, that that that's my that's my tangent on uh, green screens and uh, the Mandalorian. But speaking of green screens, apparently the Andor show ha- was not filmed in the dome. They filmed oh, it's not. Real, they filmed. The director said that he wanted everything to be on sets, and it is it is the only show I think that's had like actual like set pictures. Yeah. So we know short troopers are going to be in it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, this is happening at, um, as we saw in the um, in the, uh, the preview, I guess, of Andor in the because it wasn't just like a quick preview; it was also a conversation with the director and uh, the actor for Cassian. And you know, as they stated, it's like they wanted it to feel real, and it's taking place in the height of the. Imperial occupation of the That's galaxy. Cool yeah, the Andor, I want to say, and this isn't really a knock against the other shows, but it is the first one that feels like cinematic. Yeah, like Mandalorian definitely feels like a TV show. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it, it's a good-looking TV show, it but, but it, you know, it, it it's like Bounty Bounty Law. If anyone's watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, goes on his little little quest. It's, it's a TV show. Um. The Kenobi show was was really a four hour movie, but uh, it, it had it, like overall the story was good, but like it had yeah. moments where it's like okay, this clearly had a TV budget and not a movie budget. Right. Some yeah. of the effects were uh, very nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but Andor looks like ambitious. Check the Discord. They just released... Uh, they announced a official Lego set for an Andor. Is it the the gunship? Yeah, and the armored gunship. Yeah, it's on... It, you can buy it at Target. No, the pre-order. Okay. Well, also, you can buy it at Target. Um, really? Yeah. It was, it was at... Uh, it was at the Lego store that we went to right after... I didn't notice it. Yeah, the... Yeah, this was revealed back on uh, May twenty seventh. Oh, it's I was just blind. Okay, never mind. Yeah, there is a there is a cool Lego set. It's um ambush on Ferrix. It has like a mini gunship. Yeah, and, like a speeder and a couple dudes. Three minis, yeah. Costs I think seventy dollars. I think it's sixty. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. First set that. But it opens Lego, up. Lego, if you want to sponsor us, please do. We will reveal. We will review any set you send Oops. us. I mean, we've already got the 501st Battle Pack and um, the Droid AAT in the room. That is true. Um, I recently purchased the ATTE with the Commander Cody. So there's $140 gone. But <laughs> I did get is a cool. It worth it, though. Yeah, I got an awesome piece of plastic on my desk. You do an awesome piece of plastic. Um, yeah, but anyway, sorry. For, back to the Andor show. Um, it looks very cinematic. It looks. It does. It looks like ambitious. Like the actions, like in the trailer, there was a trailer. I believe it's online as well because mm-hmm. I'd seen that trailer before. But uh, I mean, you see, you see Tie Fighters. You see like crazy special effects, giant ships, like huge sets. It looks like it looks like they were filming a movie. Yeah, it looks like a movie. And something I'll, I'll say about the you know preview is like it definitely like it, it looks incredible you know it's um like the the movie or not the movie the show um it looks at like I, i'm i'm hyped for it, it i'm excited because yeah it, it, it's i mean the preview is it, it's hard to describe like basically what you know okay do we want to talk about the trailer or the clip because we saw an exclusive clip that I don't think it made its way to the internet yet. You're Has right. it really it not? Hasn't made its way to the internet yet. All right. So let, let's talk about let's talk about the clip. Okay. Um, um, you want to see? Well, we we're starting out. Has it really uh, not made its way to the internet? He's in like it's like a storage. It's like a factory. Yeah, he's like in like a fat. He's in an abandoned factory, 
and he's got some sort of imperial-looking cube. Yeah, is it cube? That, like, I, I'm going to be honest, a cube looks like it's, like, a piece, like, it looks like it came from, like, Darth Vader's armor, but it's not because it's a cube. It's, like... Um, I think the cube... I, I saw it at Comic-Con. They had... Um, this comes from off a ship. They had a special... They had an action figure, like mm -hmm. a special Comic-Con exclusive, and I think that the cube is a droid. I think it's going to turn into a droid. Oh, Unless it was a different sense. cube. I just seem to have remembered that the cube is going to turn into a droid. It's probably an information droid. Oh, okay. Well, you know, he has his cube, and then all of a sudden some, some character I don't know who... This, we don't know who this character is. He just he's there talking with Cassian like you know he's the he's the contact. He's you know like what is it like he's a, like yeah. Are you a spy or are you yeah. like Cassian? He seems to be um not a bounty hunter, but he's like a someone who gets items. A spy. Like well not no not a spy like a, a thief. Saboteur. He's a thief. Yeah. He's the thief class. You know, steal the egg from the dragon, except mm -hmm. it's steal. The Empire box from the Empire, and his line. I really liked his line of dialogue because they have they have like a an argument. The the, the director got or not the director. It's the um the guy the guy who's paying him. Yes. Yeah. So it's probably some sort the of buyer. rebellion leader, the buyer, the client. We're gonna call him the client, not to be confused with the client from the Mandalorian. Um, we're gonna call him the client. I went to chat. Um, and he's like. How how did you get this? How did you get this object? And Cass is like, well, I'm not going to tell you that. I just want my money. And then the client's like, I'll pay you a ton of money if you tell me what a thousand a thousand <gasps> credits. K2SO is coming back in the show. Oh, K2 cool. is going to be in it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, we we will get to some of these things. And by the way, if y'all aren't aware, spoiler alert. Okay, now we can go. Yeah, so, spoilers. so the client asks Andor how he's able to sneak aboard these ships, um, and Andor gives a great answer. He says that you just have to pretend you belong there because the Empire doesn't care about doesn't care about these small things. They're just so they're they're pompous. Yeah, they're they're um, they're satisfied. What's the exact line? Is fat and satisfied. Yes, they're, they're fat and satisfied. They're, they... they're just, they're way too um, worried about the big picture. They're not caring about the little details. They're very proud of themselves. It reminds me of uh, A New Hope, Evacuate in Our Moment of Triumph, Tarkin's Downfall, that he's too proud. He's not, he doesn't think the Rebels could possibly hit a tiny little spot on the Death Star. No, no, he doesn't. Even though they've detected the danger. Well, and so we're going with that theme that the downfall of the empire is their pride. Mm -hmm. They won't. They yeah. won't notice people just pretend to be imperials. Well, what was Luke telling the emperor in six? Your in your downfall is your pride, or something like that. Yeah. The yeah. Your your pride is your downfall. Your faith in your friends is yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So that that's the that's the interaction. But then they of course realize, oh no, they're, they've probably been tracking this droid. And then you see that they there's, get ambushed. They get shot at. They get shot at by not stormtroopers though. They're I think they're civilian. Like I think it's like a militia. Like a an imperial militia. Yeah, because they have a uniform. It's it's their blue uniform, but it's like, like a it's like a color like, guard. We know it's like their dress uniform. We know they're imperials based off of context, yeah. but. They they seem more like militiamen than actual like trained soldiers, which we know stormtroopers aren't as well trained as the clones of yeah. the Clone Wars. I thought it was interesting they didn't have armor though. Yeah, I, I mean I agree. I, but I, at the I, same I'm, time, I'm if they're a militia, they don't mm -hmm. exactly have a military budget. Yeah, outside of weaponry. Yeah, I'm curious what type of faction they are. Um, bought by the Empire. We well, I know they're the Empire, but I'm curious, like, are they going to be a big threat? Or is this, like, the lower end? Maybe they have Death Troopers at some point? Or not? Sword yeah, troopers? Death, no, no, Death Troopers. I think well, Death Troopers are going to show up at some point. But we also see, um, I mean, as soon as they start getting shot at as well, you know the built the warehouse whatever it is. Yeah, they're shooting to chain. crumble down. Yeah, they're shooting these chains that are holding like steel beams, and they're crashing down and knocking. And, you know, Cassian is basically just trying to slowly but surely like make his way to the cube to retrieve it because it he worked 
you know, it seemed like he worked pretty hard to get to it. And, you know, it is everything's falling, everything's, you know, falling apart. And he makes the decision to go with the client. Mm-hmm. The client offers him, he's like, oh, we, this is how we can make a real difference. you got to come with me. And you don't have a lot of time and, to make a decision. And, and I mean, like another, go with them. I mean yeah. another thing is, is like, I mean, you know, the client is telling him, don't go after the cube. It's not worth it, whatever. And Cassian's like, no, nah, I'm going to get it. I'm going to go get it. And mm-hmm. Cassian's dedicated, and it seems like he's making the decision to join the fight instead of just being a common thief. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that that was our clip. It was followed then by a trailer, the, a great, the, the same trailer that's available on the internet. We don't have to go into detail on it. Good trailer. Right? Very exciting, very cool looking. Um, and then it goes into... Saw, I saw Ty Bomber, so I'm happy. Um, yeah. I do. I love Ty Bombers. I will say the the effects used and you know the what we see being used in the show, it, it's getting me excited because it's like we get to see these old vehicles like the Tie Fighters, the Tie Bombers. You know, we haven't we haven't you know I guess we haven't seen them to the greatest extent since the original trilogy. Like we saw them, we saw Tie Fighters. Yeah. In well, we see Tie Fighters in every movie. Like well, but like the original Tie Fighters. Yeah, I mean they're in. Are there I'm Tie saying like, in Kenobi. Said, yeah, there are. There are. Yeah. Well, like Tie Bombers, not so much. Yeah, I'm excited to see Tie Bombers. I hope we see Interceptors. I love Tie Interceptors. The Interceptors are cool. Um, or I wonder if we'll see the um, the Tie Defender from Rogue One, the one where it's just mm-hmm. the one wing on the roof. Oh, that would be really cool to see. I like the Tie. I like the Tie Defender. Hmm. Um. Yeah, overall, it, it, this is going to be like the first show that actually has to depend on quality instead of fan service. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I don't like some good old-fashioned fan service. Uh, Ro- I mean, the Darth Vader hallway scene, was it necessary for Rogue One? No. Is it the coolest thing I've ever seen? In Star- yes. Yeah. <laughs> Does it add to the movie? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not plot-wise, but it made me happy. Go, mean, go out on a high I note. mean, in some sense, it adds plot-wise, where he's you know fighting the rebels, and then we see it Basically, it cuts out to Leia, and then they enter hyperspace, and then, you know, A New Hope begins right there. Yeah. And so we see that they're still chasing him down. Um, but yeah, the show looks very cinematic, and Rogue One looks great in IMAX. I wish that, I wish we could see Andor in IMAX. That'd be cool. Like, I know, um, I don't think Game of Thrones did it, but I know the Lord of the Rings show is doing, like, special screenings of the episode. Of the new episodes, like in an IMAX theater, they did it with um, they oh. did it with Inhumans. I worked <laughs> at a movie theater that showed Inhumans in IMAX. Ew. Um, just the first couple episodes. Yeah, what a what a horrible way to spend ten dollars. Yeah. Um, and I I wish it'd be really cool if they could show. I would definitely more. spend money to see the first couple episodes of Andor yeah. in IMAX. I want to see a, a, I want to see a New Hope in IMAX. That'd be cool. Disney. Oh, they want to make you know how Disney could make a billion dollars without even trying. New Hope release again? No, no, you, original trilogy. No edited. The nineteen ninety, the nineteen, sorry, the nineteen seventy seven version. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you do it for original Empire and Jedi. Yeah. Put it in IMAX. Put it in Dolby. Put it in, may not three D, but no. just put it in theaters. The the billion dollars right Easily, there. Yeah. I, yeah, that's. That'd be forty five dollars for me because I'll I'll go see each and every one of them. Oh yeah. Oh, and then then you want you want more money? Put in the prequels. Yeah. Um, I mean, Phantom. I don't know if Sith Revenge. You of could Sith definitely would, get people to yeah. go see Sith. Revenge of the Sith would look awesome in an IMAX theater. I would see, but I think Phantom Menace would look really good because Phantom Menace has like that old fashioned look to it because it was still shot on film. It would yeah. Look really good. Time of the clones. Tiger Clones would look a little wonky because the bigger that screen is, the more you're just going to see all the little imperfections. Yeah. It doesn't help that they film that movie on digital, and yeah. so it's like locked. I guess they did it with Sith too. It's like locked at 1080p. So yeah. those 4K remasters are basically not going to happen. Yeah, they're not helpful. But um, the Phantom Mass would look really good in IMAX, I think. Yeah. And then uh, supposedly it looked good in 3D. I didn't see it. <laughs> um, I, I wish I could have seen Phantom Mass in 3D, but at the time I could not drive because I was like 11. Right. And my dad's like, 
I am not paying money to see Phantom Menace again. No. No, son. <laughs> we are not seeing Phantom Menace. Yeah, I remember I kept asking him to see it, and he's like, we're just gonna watch Empire. <laughs> A good movie. <laughs> um, and I will admit, when I was younger, I didn't like Phantom Menace as much, because the politics stuff was confusing. Yeah, It's well, weird. I like Phantom Menace a whole lot more as an adult. Well, I mean... Because you mean, understand the subtleties. The thing about the, I guess, the prequel uh, trilogy is that when you're looking at it from... Like, there's there's a lot more politically in the prequels than there is in yeah. any other Star Wars movie. Episode 1 is dense. Like, it... Episode 1 gets dense into the politics, and so as a kid, you're like, I don't understand what this is. And so that part's not enjoyable. It's the, you know, the you know the goofiness or the stupidity of Jar Jar Binks. And the incredible action scenes. And, yeah, in the action scenes, you know, the... Oh, you don't the like the duel, duel of the things. Mike, I'm sorry, Michael here. You can't see it, audience, but uh, Michael here is giving me a look like incredible action. The only plan. good one is is the duel of the face. The duel of the face. Yeah, that's what I'm referring. You don't like the pod race? The pod race is a great action. It's a scene. good. It's fun. It's like an incredible race. Yeah, I think the movie over. Such tension. <laughs> I mean, there's know, two good just... scenes. It's the pod race and the duel of fates. And... That's. Well, yeah, the action <laughs> scenes too. Always do. There are no more, no less. <laughs> I mean, but you know, it's just. I like, like the Battle of Naboo, but would that look good in IMAX? <laughs> I don't know. No, who knows? Oh, the, um, the space battle would look cool though. Yeah, the the space battle. Spinning. That's a good trick. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Gosh, I hate Kid Anakin. Yeah. So annoying. That. Yeah, because now I get to hear that in IMAX audio. Yes. Spinning R2, that's a neat trick. That's when you can go pee. That's your, that's your pee break. Mm -hmm. um, although, actually, um, we, I still think we need to do, because we both roasted our favorite episode. So, uh, audience, if, if you want to hear this, uh, let us know. Um, I, I want to do a, I, I would call it beginning and end. That would be the episode title. <laughs> um and me and Michael would debate for would debate hour. Phantom Menace versus Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Zach being mediator. Zach, Zach would be mediator. We'd be civil. We, if we, we got too heated, Zach would cool us. Um, yeah. And, and Zach would be like the judge. We could have categories. <laughs> um, you know, oh, which one has better plot, which one has better characters, which one has better action. See, that would be much more entertaining than just arguing, oh, this is good because it's good. Yeah, this is of, bad because it's bad. Yeah, thing bad, thing good. Um, like, you'd actually have to come prepared with like good arguments and not just I like the thing <laughs> and come prepared with Dio funny. So I think that should be our next episode. Begin like, so it, like it, an official debate is what you're saying. I'm saying an official debate. So like would we want to actually film this, you know, video wise? No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. So the, our listeners' homework is: if you haven't watched *Phantom Menace* or *Rise of Skywalker* in a while, watch them all. Go, nine, go watch all nine Star Wars movies. Yeah, go watch all nine, or just watch one in nine. Yeah. That I feel sorry for you. No, I'm just kidding. I feel, <laughs> so you're watching Star Wars. If you want to, if you want to do a comparison between the two, just watch *Phantom Menace* and *Episode 9. I and feel then like, I feel like create that... your own, form your own opinion. Now. If you wanna, of course, I think if you if you wanna build your context for episode nine in case you haven't seen, you know the other uh, sequels, I say do that because otherwise you're gonna be lost. You can watch seven and I still get. I think our target audience. Is, I think people listening to Wadu's Grotto podcast uh, have seen Star Wars. Oh, yeah, enough. one through nine. Enough. Um, yeah, I'm just saying as a refresher. I know some people haven't watched Phantom Menace in like ten years. I watched it last year. Um, I haven't watched it since like, the first time I saw I, it. Actually, I'm sorry, I've watched it this year. Uh, yeah, I watched. I've watched Phantom Menace. One, I think I've watched it twice in 2022 yeah. so far. I will say though, the I watched, watched Revenge of Four. I've watched Revenge of the Sith four times this year. I just can't stop. It's not okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're not debating Revenge of the Sith because. Uh, I can't be objective about that movie. My heart and soul is wrapped up in that beautiful masterpiece of a film. It is my... It is the best prequel. It is the best... Movie. It's the best prequel. It's the best movie of the 21st century. Pre the worst um, prequel is definitely episode two. 
Yeah, finally, something we agree on. <laughs> yeah, I, episode two, I'll defend is fun, but it's it's the worst of the good Star Wars movies and no. the best of the bad. It's definitely the best of the bad because it's no. I like eight more than I like two. All right, you know what? You know what we're doing? You know what we're doing right now? How much time do we have? Um, not much. Like twenty are we, minutes. Are we, gonna, are we gonna rank them? We're we got fifteen movies. Movie. We could rank the movies in fifteen minutes. We yeah. Okay. Okay. No. 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 Constant arguing. No. You do, you do your okay. ranks, and we'll have. Uh, and we, we each get one can question can of why this, of why they're ranked. Um. Can we do the tier list of Star Wars movies? Tier like, list. Yeah, oh, like S tier, A tier, yeah. B tier, D tier. That's a full on. Eh. No, that, that's that's too much work. Too yeah, much no, work. we just, just go our, our personal rankings. Yeah, personal ranking. Okay, hey, we'll, we'll we'll start. We'll we, start with so, dead last, and we'll work our way. Oh, up. Okay, hold on. Are we doing hold the Skywalker saga? Like all? Or are we doing anything labeled Star Wars? Yeah, no, well, <laughs> that gets. Or tricky. are we doing the a Star Wars story? Let's included. do. Let's do all theatrical movies. So, so the Star, including so the Skywalker Solo. saga. Rogue One Solo and the Clone Wars movie. The Clone Wars movie? Which one? Oh. Samurai Jack or... No, the one that went to theaters. The... Oh, the stinky one. Yeah, the stinky. I think, I, think we'll all have, <laughs> uh, I think we'll all have similar um, opinions on that one. Now, if we throw in the Ewok movies, that could be fun. I haven't I seen you guys those. Seen I need those. to see those. I've seen two of them. Oh, yeah. Well, they're good. I've okay. seen the Christmas special. Let's welcome to uh, Ricky's Recommends. Um, you Battle of Endor? Uh, yeah, Battle of Endor is awesome. Uh, Caravan of Courage, mediocre. Battle for Endor is better than at least some of the movies on this list. I might. It's really good. I need to see it to rank okay. it. It's really fun. All right, so, number so let's start with twelve. Our, yeah, I'm gonna be the mediator. No, you no, got, no, you, yeah, you I got your it. opinion. Okay, well, no, right, I'm gonna give my opinion. I'm just saying number like, twelve. All right, Last good. Jedi. Last Jedi is my least favorite. I concur. This Clone Wars movie, I didn't like it. Okay, that's fair because that was gonna be the next one I was gonna list. Yeah, number eleven, Clone Wars movie. I actually liked it better than Episode Two. You, you like. Oh, I can't. I, you like you like Stinky the Hut. <laughs> that was that was the one time Ahsoka was terrible. <laughs> she was annoying. Ahsoka's so bad. Right, in that so movie. Okay, but I also disliked the Anakin Padme romance for two hours. All right, so episode two is your eleven. I have favorite. episode two there at eleven. And 11. then wait, what did you have? Oh, it's cool. Clone Wars movie Clone at twelve. Wars, Clone Wars movie is my next one. So ten for his Clone Wars. Okay, ten for me. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Ten for me is episode eight. Okay, so it's your third least favorite. Dang, you like you like Last Jedi more than Attack of the Clones. Yes. <laughs> uh, my number nine that, is harsh. episode one. Um. Oh gosh. Yeah. What What do you have above? Uh, what do you have? So you Attack of the Clones um, at? No, you had Last Jedi at ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, worried. I, I've already listed Rise of Skywalker. Where are you guys gonna put it? <laughs> where I'm putting it. <laughs> I hate. Look, Rise of Skywalker would um, would easily be the worst, except the Clone Wars movie Last Jedi exist. The Rise of Skywalker is at number ten for you, or nine? It's nine because remember nine for nine was Clone Wars. Movie, That's right. Something. Nine. Uh, nine. Um, what's above Rise of Skywalker? I get Solo. Really? Yeah. It's, okay. Well, I don't hate Solo, but it's better than eight and nine, but it's not as good as the George Lucas ones. That's that, fair. That's my opinion. All right, eight. Oh, um, that's hard. Uh, probably Attack of the Clones. Okay. It's either that or Force Awakens, but it's probably Attack of the Clones. And the Menace. Okay, so I said. So, I mean, that's like. The See, here's the thing, though. Like after, there's like the ones I don't like at all. Yeah, we're getting into the ones I like. Honestly, number eight. I get so much crap for this. It's a return. It's Revenge of the Sith. Ooh. I don't like that movie. Just, it's it's the best prequel. I just don't like the prequels. Oh, that that's hard. All right, but you yeah, spoiler it. alert. It's gonna be a while until I say. I know. I know. <laughs> um. Seven for me is... Wait, did you say your number eight? I did say eight. I yeah. said um, 
I said Phantom Menace. Okay. Okay. So seven for me, Solo. Solo, okay. So you, you have a pretty far, like... It's, okay, but there's, like, it's halfway there. It's yeah, in mid. But it's still in, like, you like it. Yeah, like, no, so, I like Solo. Solo's the, like, Solo's the cutoff point where... I'm I would like, say, it's, it's if, if someone's never seen Star Wars movie, and they didn't watch, like, a, a main one, I'm putting down much yeah. Solo. So, Solo's my sister's favorite Star Wars movie. It's a good movie. Because she does, she's, like, not into Star Wars, so it's, like, a, it's just fun. It's just a it's fun, a fun it's movie. It's a Marvel movie. It's, it's good. It's dumb fun. It's fun. And you don't have it's to know... Action. You don't need to know no. anything. Yeah, you don't need funny, to know anything funny about space Star Wars watch it yeah. and thoroughly enjoy it. Its strength is also its weakness in that it's a movie that doesn't matter. It's a movie that doesn't matter as fun. But, that's, but it also has Darth Maul in it. <laughs> Darth Maul's in it for yeah. two seconds. Um, so for, at number seven for me, it's going to be episode seven, The Force Awakens. Same. It, I like The Force Awakens. I, I, did I, I loved it. The Force Awakens when it came out, mm-hmm. but watching it now, it's watching the first third of a movie when the when you know the following but, six hours is terrible. But The Force Awakens <laughs> is the best of the sequel. Oh, by far. It's the, I mean, I put, it, I put it above Attack of the Clones, and I Listen, like Attack man, of the Clones. I will give Skywalker Saga... Like, I will, I will give it respect for the fact that they did something with nothing. I still cannot give the movie respect yeah. for anything else. Hey, we'll get to that next episode. Right now we're just listening. Uh, you're on seven. You're seven. Oh, my seven. Uh, I put Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Which I so like, which I like more than uh, Attack of Thrones. Okay, my number six. Um, I'm gonna get so much slack. Um, you know what? I'm putting Return of the Jedi. That's fair. I'm That's a fair Return. spot for six. Um, yeah, six at six. I, I like Return of the Jedi. It's a good movie. The, but I love the ending. It's the weakest the, the, of the, your the battle. The um, Battle of Endor. No, 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 no. I don't like the Battle of Endor. I like um, I like the duel with Palpatine, mm. and I like the space battle. Mm-hmm. Those are S tier Star Wars. The rest of the movie the is mid. And, and I like Job the Hut. I like Job the Hut. I like I like Slave Land. I don't like the Speeder Chase. I think yeah. it look, I think it looks bad. I used to love the Ewoks as a kid. They're so yeah. They're cute. made for three year olds. Like the movie. They're teddy bears. The goofy. <laughs> yeah, the movie's goofy fun, but um, I mean, and I love the ending, but like most of it, it's good. It's fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. But I can't put it with the rest of them, and everyone's gonna hate me for what I have above. Uh, well, we can already we can already tell what's above. Your yeah. six. So my number six is actually solo. Solo's good. Solo, like I again. So I, we all have solo like me. I can. Yeah. It's good. I can throw it's a it solo on and movie. I will enjoy the movie. Yeah. Anything below solo is like, uh, do I really want to watch this? Yeah. So yeah, solo is my cutoff point too. Well, solo is not quite my cutoff point. My cutoff point is honestly, um, Force Awakens. I'll watch it. It'll pay me to watch anything after that. Yeah. My six. After thinking about it, I'm going to change my previous ranking of Rogue One from five to six. Okay. So Solo Rogue One, because I like them about equally. Okay. Like, they're Star Wars stories. They're both all fun. They're both fun. I think Rogue One. But what's your number five? Number five, I have episode six. Okay. Okay. So my I like Ewoks. So my uh, three, four, and five ranked movies are all interchangeable. Um, I'm gonna put honestly Return of the Jedi at number five. Mm-hmm. I'm putting The Phantom Menace at number five. Wow! <laughs> I love The Phantom. Menace. Okay, but he could have put it at four or um, three or two or one. No, I'm not saying it's a bad well, rank. Well, I'm saying wow. I just it. I feel I feel dirty because I really like Return of the Jedi as the original as a George, but I love the Phantom Menace. It has it has things I don't like. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. I love Phantom Menace. Uh, I don't like Kid Anakin. He's I, annoying. Um, I wish Darth Maul ran him over. But, <laughs> I I love the politics stuff. I don't. Like as an adult, so like, boring. No, seeing but. Okay, I don't. I don't want to get into real world politics because that sounds like a nightmare. But Phantom Menace draws so many parallels. It kind of predicted the future. Like Phantom Menace yeah. is like Simpsons level predicts the future. I love seeing Palpatine just being able to manipulate everything yeah. in little ways towards his will. Um, the Trade Federation's funny. Um, it has great action scenes. I love the the pod race. 
The pod race, most of it has no music in it. If you go back and watch oh, yeah. it, there's no music. It's just the engine. So that blare at the end. So I'm getting chilled. I'm getting, my hair is standing out on my arms. Like, look at this. <laughs> I love the Phantom Mets. And then the Duel of the Fates. It's the perfect opening to the Star Wars saga. Duel of the Fates, you know, you got, got Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. They're fighting Maul. And the fate of the galaxy is decided but they on who is Anakin's master. Because Anakin needs a father figure, but he gets a brother instead. Because mm-hmm. of the Duel of the Fates. And that sets off the Not whole Star Wars saga. The fates. But they should have, you know... They should have done more with Qui-Gon, but at the same time, it was kind of an important piece. Yeah, so... I, We'll say that See, it, I'm feeling dirty. Do, do I like it more than Return of the Jedi? That, or, are right they, now, or are they interchangeable? Oh, they're interchangeable. Okay. So, yeah. So beginning it, the, the real beginning and the real end are interchangeable for me. Okay. Of the of the George Lucas movies. So, all right. At number four. Uh, was it four now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's number four. For me, number four is where Revenge of the Sith comes in. All right. That's fair. Because, I mean, again, like I said, the last, you know, the three, four, and five are interchangeable for me uh, in, within the rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, my my four, Force Awakens. You like, you really I like, like the four. I like Kylo Ren. I like Poe. I like Finn. I like Rey. I like the Force. The, the Force Awakens is a great opening to a trilogy. It is. But so much back pot- on it, it any, it's not as fun that, to watch anymore. So much fun potential. I love BB-8. I like the little lighter with this thumb. Yeah, that's, that was so cute. much fun potential. Yeah. Keyword being potential. No, I think there was a lot more, but I think JJ Force Awakens would be top tier if the sequels were as good as Force Awakens. Here's what happened with the sequels: Disney decided to put their hands in Star Wars, and they fired JJ Abrams, who had a good like vision, and that's why he got fired. So we got Ryan Johnson's atrocity yeah. known as Eight, and JJ had to come back and try and fix it. So, so to me, Last Jedi. Was so bad it hurts the Force Awakens. That's my that's my. No, take. it does. But it's a good movie. I, I'm agreeing awesome. with you. Force Awakens is a good. Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, my number four is Rogue One. I thought you said your number. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, we think. Yeah, so we keep kind of going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, 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 I like Rogue One a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I went over it. I think it's a I think it's a near perfect movie. So, I think it's a masterpiece. So this this puts uh, us at number three, which for me personally is Rogue One. It's a, I mean, again, yeah, interchangeable, and they're, mm-hmm. but it, it's a fun movie. I can just throw it on, and it, it's like I'm gonna have a fun time. Mm-hmm. You know, my three is a New Hope. Three's a New Hope, really. Mm-hmm. Nice. Love New Hope, great movie. I think it's a perfect movie. Beginning, middle, end, all strong. You start on a desert planet, easy plot to follow. Save the princess, save the galaxy. So then, why is it at number three? Nice. Because five and nine are perfect. My. My number three, my number three, and my number two are very close. Um, I'm gonna say my number three is uh, A New Hope. I, it's a perfect movie. One, two, and three are, are like my a, top. A one. New Hope. They're all tied. For a New Hope is like, along with Wizard of Oz, I would say it's the greatest movie of all time. Wizard of Oz. Just as a standalone. Yeah. Like just. Not not my favorite, but greatest movie yeah. of all time. Like influence on cinema on a whole. It is it is a perfect a mm-hmm. perfect movie. As a film fan, it's my favorite. Like it's just so. Yeah. But in the context of Star Wars and me being a dirty little fanboy and just liking, I, I, I'm putting it at number three. Space Wizards lightsaber. And it, it's, it, it's interchangeable with my number two, which I guess I can go with. Yeah, uh, it's Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um. Ryan and Seth is not as good of a movie just from a filmmaking perspective. Yeah. Um, you really need the context of the Clone Wars. I think um, mm-hmm. especially Season 7 adds a lot to oh, yeah. it. Um, but I, it's just so much. It's just it, it's the grand culmination of the yeah. entire saga. The turning point is mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. It lays the groundwork. So as a Star Wars fan, it's the one I watch the most often. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. is like Revenge of the Sith is... It's enhanced by Clone Wars, by you know, it's like it's it's hard to go wrong with it. Now it's infinitely rewatchable. Now I've watched it prior, over sixty times. Prior to Clone years. Wars, would it be this high of a ranking for you? If there was no Clone Wars, if there was no Clone Wars, then I would probably like it less because a lot of the movie depends on you 
no, relating no to no the Anakin and Obi Wan relationship, which is not developed in Attack of the Clones. So when you get to Revenge of the Sith, you don't care as much about their relationship. But if you watch the Clone Wars, you understand that they're brothers. Yeah, and then you're like. It, it, it hits a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Also, Order 66 hits a lot harder after you watch The Clone Wars. Because you also grow attachments you grow- to the Jedi. So, in two, yeah, if I was making a show in 2005, it would be below Jedi. It would it would be below Jedi and uh, A New Hope. But yeah. where did, but like, with all the context, I love the prequel era and it's the turning point. It has retroactively been made a significantly mm-hmm. better movie. That's your number two. Your number two. Okay, so not, my number two and number one are interchangeable, and I cannot decide. So I'm gonna say, Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope are, you know, equal, like on par with each other. Okay. Just in my opinion, because they're both they're, per- they're, both, they're perfect both perfect movies. Movies. Yeah. And what, what's your number two? Uh... Episode five. So five. Okay. So I guess what's your number one then? Rise of Skywalker. And we'll get to that. Next we will week. get to that next um, week. What's your favorite? I, I just said that uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back yeah. are interchangeable. And then for me, it's Empire Strikes Back. It's, it's yeah. a masterpiece. It's, yeah, it is. it's my it's I mean, favorite movie of all I mean, time. Hoth, it's a great movie. Like, the Battle of Hoth is, yeah. in my opinion, one of the perfect Yeah, episodes, It's a perfect battle. Yeah. It's, episode it's, 4, 5, and 9 are all equally ranked, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> now, th- th- these rankings are just within, like, comparing the Star Wars movies to each other. If you're comparing it to outside movies... Star Wars, if you're going to throw on anything, honestly, in my opinion, I'm just going to throw on any. Most of the Star Everyone Wars. Everyone likes movies. Star Wars. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't argue that, but. I'll, I'll say Empire Strikes Back is less infinitely rewatchable. You can episode watch. Episode 4 is yeah, the most rewatchable. Well, episode. F- yeah, 4 is the most rewatchable. Episode 5, um, I would rewatch it more, except that. It's such a downer ending, and you need episode 6, and then I get to episode 6, and that. I like episode six a lot, but it's not one if I can just watch every week. If there's any, like, here's the thing: the original trilogy are the is the trilogy mm-hmm. that I would rewatch over and over yeah. and over again because they all fit so well into each other. You know, if you look at the you know prequel trilogy, it's like you know they have their hiccups within it, like episode two. You know, I'll if I'm gonna watch the prequel trilogy, I'm gonna skip episode two, except for the few key scenes. Yeah, see, for the prequels, I just watched Revenge of the Sith over and over. That one, I think, stands on its own. If, yeah. if the prequels are only Revenge of the Sith, the prequels would be acceptable. You know, the prequels are Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. Okay. That That if, is the true prequel saga. Second, Phantom Menace is a great opening. If the second movie were more like the Clone Wars, it would be see, infinitely better. I will the say, prequels okay. would have been loved if they were ten movies and not three. Because then you could just do a bunch of Clone Wars arcs as movies. But with George Lucas is writing, yeah. No, but George Lucas in Revenge of the Sith mode. That wasn't him though. Was Spielberg. He didn't direct. No, he didn't. Spielberg wrote the movie. Uh, you need to look that up because that's not true. Um, Which movie is this argument for? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith was written by George Lucas. Pretty sure Spielberg though had some say in that one though. So I I know they worked together on it. I just don't know who did what. Spielberg was like that. Although, friend. I will say, Phantom Menace is also enhanced by the fact that E.T. is in the movie. Yeah. If y'all don't catch that little tidbit, it, it, it's in the yeah, Senate. It's in yeah, it's in there. Just look, just, just watch the Senate. It scene. also has funny Jar Jar. Also, Phantom Menace is more enjoyable with the knowledge that uh, Binks is a Sith Lord. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, I think we're going to wrap up this episode. Of, yeah, um, so Spielberg oversaw the Mustafar duel. Yoda's duel with the Emperor, along with a couple others, um, with the chase with Grievous and Obi-Wan. So he helped with the action scenes? Yeah. Okay, fine. He, he can help. Can you imagine a live-action um, about uh, Umbara movie? That'd be cool. Or a... Um... Or the uh, defending uh, the second, Camino. Defending Camino. The second battle of Geonosis with uh, landing at Point Rain. Yeah. Okay, that one... See, here's the thing. Honestly, just straight up, if they had made, if they redid episode two, it started with 
The first battle of Geonosis. I feel like this is an episode we could talk for another episode. We'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah. We'll, we'll go into so this. Gonna, so that, that was our that was our introduction. Um, our next episode will be uh, the Phantom Menace versus the Rise of Skywalker, which is the worst. Um, <laughs> which is worse? Yeah. Which okay. That's fair. Um, yeah, because. Because uh, they both have flaws. Yeah, I, I don't want to do a Last Jedi versus Attack of the Clones. No, that sounds, that sounds boring. Um, <laughs> it's such a rewatch you know, Attack yeah, of the Clones because we're both like, oh, they're both mid and or bad. And the, but this one, like, you're passionately in love with Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> My little joy. I have, yeah, I've got. I, I love the Phantom Menace. And I'm quite literally the middle point. I think both are mid to low. Yeah, so the, the, that should be an interesting debate. So look yeah. forward to our uh, new episode uh, coming. Next week, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the meantime, this has been Ricky. This has been Zach. This has been Michael. Thanks and gig'em. Gig'em. gig'em.